sometimes we've forgotten how to actually just sit and be. How aware of you of how you're feeling right now? Your body, what does it feel like? Are you holding tension anywhere? Have you got any emotions coming up? This is the basics of mindfulness, understanding how we're feeling and where we are located in any one moment. Welcome to The Happy Nurse, the podcast that encourages nurses to offer themselves the same compassion that they so freely give to others. I am Elena, a registered nurse on a mission to reduce burnout in nursing. Let's jump in. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of The Happy Nurse podcast. You can probably hear in my voice, I'm a bit croaky. I'm just recovering from COVID. So I've had to improvise. And this week, I am doing a solo episode for you all. I did a lot of reflecting last week when I was on my own in isolation. It happened that I caught COVID whilst my boys were with their dad. So I ended up isolating on my own. And Fortunately, I wasn't that sick. So it gave me a lot of time to do some self-reflection and some deep thinking and a bit of journaling and and really kind of having a look at what was going on in my inner world because my life has been so busy for the past kind of almost year now. And It was nice to actually just hit pause and take a breather for a while. And I've been thinking for ages about delving further into my mindfulness and meditation and practice and coaching with you all. And I started thinking a lot about that last week whilst I was on my own. So I thought I'd record this episode based around the principles of mindfulness, just the three very basic ones, just to reconnect you all with what it means to live a mindful life. Mindfulness is a term that gets thrown around a lot these days. And sometimes we forget what it actually means. So it's based on the Buddhist principles mindfulness. But at its very core, it's about being present and aware without judgment. So I want you to just think about that for a minute. You know, what are you doing right now? How present are you? A lot of the time we're listening to podcasts whilst we're doing something else. We've become um, brilliant at multitasking because we live in such an overstimulated world and we're used to doing two, sometimes three things at once. Sometimes we've forgotten how to actually just sit and be. And that's something that I reminded myself of last week. You know, how aware of you of how you're feeling right now? You know, your body, what does it feel like? Are you holding tension anywhere? Have you got any emotions coming up? This is the basics of mindfulness, understanding how we're feeling and where we are located in any one moment. So 
I'm going to break it down even further and let's have a little look at presence to start with. You know, like I just said, how engaged are you in what you're doing right now? Are you living in the moment? Or is your mind busy? Is it off down a rabbit hole in the past? Or is it off down one in the future, you know? Often, if we're having thoughts around should, could, that means that we're either in the past or the future. We tend to let our minds go down these rabbit warrens quite regularly. And by coming back to the present when we realise what we're doing, it allows our minds to snap back out of that place that we've gone to and come back into the here and now and the actual reality of what's going on. Not thinking about what happened in the past or worrying about what's happening in the future. They refer to living in the present as being in the flow state. You know when you're really engaged with something and you're like you're really enjoying what you're doing or you're getting a lot of um, creativity coming through and you're enjoying the experience. They call this the flow state. And when we're in that flow state, we're very present because we're completely engaged in what we're doing. We're not thinking about the past or the future. We're just focused on the task in hand. And the other thing about being present is that we can be open to change because it's often when there's change arising that we can start going down these rabbit warrens of the past or the future because we we want to cling on to the past and, and keep things the same way as they are now or we worry about what will happen in the future if things change. But there's no growth in the comfort zone. So embrace change and remember the three spheres of influence when change does come up. You know, what do you have control over? What do you have influence over? And what have you got no influence or control over? Because if we, if we remember them in moments of lots of change, they help us to navigate it with ease and grace rather than a stumbling mess fighting against the change that's incoming. Let's have a look at awareness as well. When I mean awareness, I mean tapping into our senses and our bodies. You know, using all our senses. What are we hearing? What are we seeing? What can you smell? What are you touching? What are you sensing? You know, are you outside? Can you feel the breeze on your face? Is the air damp? Is the air dry? And when you're eating, really savour what you're eating and what you're tasting. And this is something that I've struggled with for the past week because one of my symptoms of COVID was I've lost my sense of taste and smell well it's slowly coming back but it's still not what it was and when it first went in the middle of last week I was like whoa what's going on I lost the joy in eating because 
I couldn't taste what I was eating. It was just this texture in my mouth. And it really made me reflect and made me think about the simple things that I take for granted. You know, I love a cup of tea first thing in the morning. Um, I couldn't even taste the tea. You know, the stuff that I love to eat, I was like, I'm eating this and I know I like it, but I can't actually taste it. It took all the enjoyment out of it. So, you know, it's about being grateful for the really simple things in life. It's not until we lose them sometimes that we realize just how important they are and how much they impact us on our daily lives. So, yeah, that was another lesson of mine from isolation last week was it's reminded me now that my taste is coming back and my sense of smell to really be present with those senses when they arise and not just take them for granted. And the other thing that I did a lot of thinking about was in those quiet moments, it was about listening. And there's this saying, you know, we've got two ears and one mouth. And in the world that we live in today, we often find ourselves, well, I know I find myself, I shouldn't generalize. I find myself listening at times to respond when really I should be listening to understand or to learn. When we're listening to respond, we're not present anymore because we've gone into our heads and we're trying to think of what we're going to say next rather than just staying completely present and listening to learn and listening to understand someone and then taking a couple of seconds to think about how we're going to respond once that person has stopped talking. Another aspect of awareness is the emotions that are going on inside us, you know, Emotions change from minute to minute. And a lot of the time we tend to try and suppress emotions. And it's important to let emotions come and go and work through them. And this is where having a, a coach or a therapist can be helpful because there's a whole spectrum of emotions from joy to grief out there and everything in between and when the ones that we don't enjoy as much come up we tend to push them down and we can only push them down for so long and then they become like this pressure cooker and the lid comes flying off but if we can learn strategies to cope with and deal with emotions as they come up. It can make navigating life and the joy of being human a lot easier than being ruled by our emotions. We can take control back over them. And the third aspect I spoke about, we've done presence, we've done awareness. The last one's judgment. And this is about not judging our thoughts, not judging ourselves, and not judging others. I always say we need to offer ourselves the same compassion that we so freely give to everyone else. 
we're all human. We all make mistakes. Life doesn't come with a rule book. We navigate our way through it. And if we can do that with compassion towards ourselves and towards others, it'll make for a much more pleasant experience. I always like to think that people are doing the best they can with what they have and that at the end of the day, the people don't have ill intent. Well, most people don't. We can be triggered and reactive and that's when we can start having conflicts with others. So that's going back to the emotions that I was talking about a minute ago. You know, it's important to be able to identify and allow emotions to come through in an effective manner. So when it comes to judgment, we tend to be very judgmental of ourselves as well. And that can be when we think that we are maybe not performing to our best or when we get things like imposter syndrome or our inner critic decides that they're going to get a bit vocal. But it's about knowing that these are normal experiences, but not buying into them when they do arise. You know, don't join them and go down the rabbit hole. Allow these thoughts to come and go, but we don't have to indulge them. We can just think, oh yeah, that's an interesting thought and let it go. It's about not engaging. It's about letting the thought come and then letting the thought go and not judging it as good or as bad. Just acknowledging that it's a thought and that will only become more than a thought if we give it the energy to become something more than a thought. Some thoughts are inspirational and we want to go chasing after them, and that's okay. But it's about identifying the ones that are empowering and the ones that are disempowering and not judging either of them, just allowing them all to come up. A good way of dealing with any judgment you feel you're having towards yourself or towards others is journaling about it. Write it all down. Do a brain dump, you know, let it all out. I find journaling very, very therapeutic. And it allows me to clear out what's going on in my busy mind. That's why some people love lists as well, because... A list allows you to visually see what you're storing in your head and you can tick it off and it gives it frees up space in your mind for more creative and empowering thoughts and ideas to come in. I always look at journaling as, as like a um, hard drive backup for my brain, you know, if we've got our computer and it's running slowly or sluggishly, the first thing we do is start deleting files or clearing the cache or, you know, sorting out the cookies or even 
dumping some files over onto a, an external hard drive. That's what journaling is. It's about tidying up all those thoughts we're having in our heads and about downloading a lot of information that's buzzing around out onto paper like we would do onto a hard drive so that it can free up the space in our minds. An extension of a mindfulness practice is meditation. Now, I teach meditation quite unconventionally. A lot of people seem to think meditation is all about sitting in the lotus position, chanting Om, and it's not. You can meditate while you're doing the dishes, while you're walking the dog, while you're doing the gardening. It's a bit like that flow state I was talking about earlier. It's about being present and aware without judgment, about being completely engaged in what you're doing in the here and in the now. Meditation can take the form of just breathing and just being aware of your surroundings and your senses and allowing thoughts to come in and leave not indulging in them, just letting them go. You can meditate to music. You can meditate on an intention. You can do visualizations. You can do body scans. There's so many different ways to meditate, and there's some awesome apps out there as well to help you if you are more interested in exploring a meditation practice. I have a meditation that I use regularly in workshops and when I facilitate seminars. And I'm going to guide you into that right now. Please, if you're driving, pause the podcast and come back to it later. Ensure that you are in a place that is safe to be meditating when you listen to the rest of this episode. Let yourself get comfortable and relax. Adjust your body any way you need to, knowing that with each movement you make, you become more relaxed. This is time for you. Time to relax and recharge. It's important that you take time out to look after you. This is your time. Let all the day's stresses and pressures slowly drift away as you take this time for you. Bring your attention to your breath. Take a deep, calming breath in. And exhale, releasing all your anxiety and stress with it. Take another calming, cleansing breath in. Allow the feeling of calm to start to fill your lungs and abdomen. Exhale, releasing all your anxiety and stress with it. Breathe in another calming, cleansing, peaceful breath. Feel the calmness the breath brings to your body as the feeling spreads down to your toes and up to your head. Exhaling any remaining stress and anxiety. 
allow your breath to return to normal. And bring your attention to your toes. Curl your toes and as you release them, allow any tension that you were holding in your feet to be released. Now drift your attention up to your ankles. Flex them gently and as you do, feel any tension that you were holding in this area to be released. Bring your awareness to your calves. Tense them and as you release, release any tension that was stored there. Move up through your knees and into your thighs. Breathe in and as you breathe out, release any tension that was being stored here. Allowing your whole legs to feel heavy and totally relaxed. Shift your attention to your pelvis now. From one hip to the other, directing your breath into your pelvis. As you breathe out, release any tension or discomfort from this area. Bring your awareness to your abdomen and lower back. Take a beautiful, calming breath in, filling your abdomen with peace and serenity. Breathe out, releasing any stress or tension as you exhale. Feel your lower back relax gently into the surface under it. Take another deep cleansing breath in and as you exhale, allow the tension and stress to leave your body and feel your lower back relax and sink into the surface it's resting against. As you feel more and more relaxed, take a beautiful calming breath into your lungs. Imagine this calming breath traveling right down to the bottom of your lungs. Breathe out, releasing any feelings of stress and anxiety that have been held here. The lungs is the place where your blood is replenished with oxygen. As you continue to breathe gently in and out, see all these red blood cells being filled with a sense of calm as they go off to your heart and throughout your body, allowing it to relax even further. Now become aware of your upper back. Notice how it feels against the surface it's relaxing on. Take a deep relaxing breath in and as you exhale, feel your shoulders relax and drop all the tension that is held here slowly melts away. As your body becomes more relaxed and at ease, bring your attention to your arms and hands. As your shoulders relax more and more, allow this feeling of relaxation to pass down your upper arms, through your elbows and into your forearms. 
your wrists and into your hands and down into each finger. Feel your hands relax on your next out breath as you release any tension you were holding on to. Bring your attention to your throat and neck area. Allow this feeling of calm and relaxation to spread up through your neck and throat and into your jaw. As you breathe in, become aware of any tension that is being held in your jaw. As you exhale, feel your jaw relax and any tension that was held there to dissolve into the breath. Allow this feeling of deep relaxation to pass up over your face and back of your head. Feel your eyelids and temples relax, your forehead soften and your scalp relax as any residual tension is dissolved on your out breaths. Letting your whole body be still and neutral, relaxed and at peace. Allowing your breath to fall into its own natural rhythm. Observing how it naturally flows throughout your body. Allowing yourself to simply be. Thoughts will want to enter your mind. That's okay. You're not trying to stop thinking. Just notice the thought and then let it go. No judgment, no indulgence in it. As a thought enters your mind, picture it as a balloon floating slowly towards you, getting closer and closer, clearer and clearer as it gets within reaching distance. When it reaches you, reach out and pop the balloon, releasing the thought with the pop. If another thought enters your mind, again, imagine it as a balloon floating in a cloudless sky towards you, getting bigger and bigger as it grows closer and closer. As it gets within reaching distance, reach out and pop the balloon, releasing the thought with it. Bring your attention back to your breath, knowing that you can always use the awareness of your breath to refocus your attention, to return to the present. Whenever you notice that you have drifted from the present, when you become distracted, preoccupied or restless, the attention on the breath can be a powerful anchor to this moment and to this state of awake stillness. Now thank yourself. Thank yourself for taking this time to nurture you to allow your body and mind to relax and refresh itself. Thank yourself for investing in yourself by taking this time to relax and nurture yourself. You've brought your awareness into the present 
and you're allowing yourself to simply be. Gratitude and thanks is a powerful emotion that opens you up to being in flow with the universe. When we are grateful, we see the beauty in ourselves and in others, in our lives, our families and our work. Spend a few moments now expressing gratitude wherever you feel guided to do so. It's the little things that we often overlook that we need to be grateful for. The warm cup of coffee you had this morning. The feel of the sun on your face. Your warm, comfortable bed to sleep in at night. All the people in your life who love you and who support you. A friendship that you treasure. We should be grateful for any perceived challenges we may be facing, as there are lessons in them for us. When we are grateful, we are present. We are grounded in here and now. By adopting an attitude of gratitude, we stay focused in the present moment. Spend a few more moments expressing gratitude to anywhere, anyone, anything that you are grateful for. Bring your awareness back to your breath. Feel your breaths begin to deepen as you become more focused on them. Become more aware of your body and the surface it is resting against. Become more aware of the room you are in and the ambient sounds around you. Become aware of your fingers and your toes. Give them a little wriggle. Become aware of the rest of your body. Start to move and stretch. Bend your knees, move your arms. And in your own time, open your eyes and come back into the room. I really hope you enjoyed that meditation experience and I will see you again next time. Thank you for listening to the Happy Nurse Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's content and would like to join the Happy Nurse community, head over to Facebook and check out the Happy Nurse AU Facebook page and request to join the Happy Nurse community. Also, check out happynurse.com.au for access to free downloads and subscription to my blog. See you soon. And in the meantime, remember to always offer yourself the same compassion that you so freely give to others.